So I'm just back from uh, a retreat myself. I was, uh, I was in America there for the last week. And uh, I came back and it was, it was great. It was wonderful. Um, we flew on Friday evening, though. So we got into the, we got board of the plane at about 8.30 on Friday evening. And then we flew the almost eight-hour flight plus a five-hour time difference. Uh, and then I went to uh, a retreat there uh, up in Clongos on Saturday. So basically, um, there wasn't a wink of sleep had. So I was driving back here yesterday. And I, 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 just, yeah, I needed to get back here yesterday evening because I, I knew if I waited any longer, I'd, I'd just start falling asleep mid-conversation with people, which is very rude. Uh, so I thought, I'd better get back here and try and get a decent night's sleep. So I was leaving there at 7.30 yesterday evening. And I could feel then on, on the motorway, it's an awful experience if you've ever had it, when you're driving along and your head drops and you just realise that, that just for the half second, I actually fell asleep on a motorway at 120 kilometres an hour. Do you know? It's, just, it's, it's an awful feeling. Like it's not, then you go, okay, okay. And can you shake your head and you kind of take a couple of deep breaths and then it happens again. <laughs> and I said, okay, I have two options here. I can, I can stop, take a little nap, or I can crank on music that I used to listen to in my youth. So I decided to crank on a little music, uh, somewhat, somewhat louder kind of stuff, just to keep me awake, right? So just, uh, and it was very successful, actually. It brought me back to many, many's a partying day uh, back, back, back 20-something years ago, 25 years ago. Uh, but it got me thinking about uh, today's gospel. I'm sorry, today's first reading, actually, where Elijah... He's having different experiences in which he's looking for God, okay? So Elijah reaches Horeb. So he's, he's, he's going away from the people, away from the masses, away from the, 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 the noise of, of, of regular life. And he's looking for God. He goes up on this mountain to look for God. You know, he wants to be alone with the Lord. So God says to him, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And then it says, the Lord himself went by. So... When, when exactly does Elijah see the Lord, or how does the Lord reveal himself? It's, it, 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 it's a beautiful passage. And there came a mighty wind, so strong, it tore the mountains and shattered the rocks before the Lord. Right? So that's a, that's a decent wind. Right? So it's shattering rocks, and, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there came an earthquake. Right? So again, like the whole what you're standing on, like you, there's nothing to hold on to because everything is shaking. The whole place is shaking. Everything is shaking. Earthquake, but the Lord is not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there came a fire. It could have been lightning, we don't really know. But either way, it came, there came a fire, again, something which is consuming and something which is maybe a bit dangerous, something which is very powerful. But the Lord is not in the fire. And after the fire, there came the sound of a gentle breeze. And when Elijah heard this, he covered his face, his face with his cloak. That's, that's a, a, sign, a mark of reverence, to cover your face, to, 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 to show such, such respect for what is before you that you're not worthy to gaze upon it. You, you, you veil your face. The point of the reading is that God was there in the gentle breeze. Now, that's not to say that we should go out now and start worshipping the weather or anything. But the point is, the Lord was in the silence. The Lord was in the silence. Not in all these big, loud manifestations, but the Lord was in the simplicity and silence of a breeze. During our retreat, uh, we had lots of talks and conferences and things which are good and necessary, but there were also quiet moments of, of prayer. And 
really, I mean, for, for anybody in, in religious life, uh, this is where the Lord speaks. This can also be, these can also be like real battlegrounds, you know. If you've ever, if you've ever tried to pray with a bit of silence, I think that there's, there's sometimes, sometimes so full, so, so loud, or, or so full of maybe thoughts or anger or jealousy or, or, or who knows what. Our hearts, are, our hearts and heads can be so full that when you just hit pause on life for a second and try to pray silently, even though your surroundings are silent, internally it can be anything but silent. It can be an absolute mess, right? This, this, this storm of thoughts and memories and hurts and loss and pain. And so you're sitting there and outside, it's like to look at you, you, look, you might look like the next Padre Pio. You might look completely at peace and all good and everyone looking at you might think you're shock and holy and inside you're just full of just thoughts going every direction and it can be really hard to settle that what's interesting then is when we we, we read our gospel today right jesus goes off to pray the apostles are out in a boat and the lake the lake isn't that big if if you've ever been there but they're battling a storm they're battling a storm so it's they would have known the lake, they would have known the weather, but if, if, they're, if they were worried, then that was a serious storm. They were, they, were, they were afraid out there. Now, Jesus comes and he walks on the water. I guess I've, I've, I haven't really often meditated this particular one where Jesus is walking towards them. My, the way I used to imagine it was Jesus comes walking on the water to them while the water was calm. Just this is just how I imagined it. You know what I mean? So the boat, the lads are there kind of rowing away and it's all kind of row, row, row your boat and it's all perfect and, and normal. And then Jesus walks out and they don't recognize him. Oh, it's Jesus. Oh, if you're Jesus, ask me to come out on the water to you. And it just sounds so lovely. And maybe when I present it to kids, that's kind of how I, how I, how I uh, tell the story. But it's like, hang on, there was, there was actually a storm going on here. So when Jesus walks out, on, on the lake. I mean, there are waves, so you, kind of, you half see him, and there's mist, and there's that, that, that kind of, uh, you know, what would you call it, haze that, that you see in a storm. So, like, like, you can kind of half make him out, but, like, what is that? Is that a person? Or if, if that's some sort of a ghost, you know, fishermen generally are kind of superstitious. Like, does that mean we're actually going to die? It's the angel come to take us, <laughs> you know? This, this could be a really bad omen. This could like, be really, really bad. Are we going to die here? And, and, and then you're kind of trying to make out, what is that? Or who is that? And then someone calls out, it is the Lord. And then Peter, impetuous as he is, roars out to him, Lord, if it is you, ask me to come out to you. And so he gets out of the boat in a storm. The water is not calm. And even some of the artistic representations of this that you see, it shows like a, a calm boat and Peter stepping out nicely and there's Jesus t- ten steps away. Or something. This is, this is a storm going on here. The boat's getting tossed around the place. And Jesus, we don't know how far he was. He was within earshot, but could have been 100 yards. And Peter has to get out of the boat in a storm and walk towards him. And this is like, for me, the, 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 the battle of, of interiority, the battle of silence within prayer. To ask the Lord to calm our hearts. So that externally, everything, as I say, might, might be calm, good, we're in the right environment. But internally, we can be in an absolute storm. But it, it, we can still meet the Lord there. Courage, it is I. Courage, 
it is I. And Lord, if it's, if it's you, and I hope it's you, because I think it's you, but I'm, I'm hearing a lot of other you know, voices, not that we're, any of us are possessed or psychologically ill or anything, but like, there's just a, lot of, a lot of noise in there. Lord, but that, Lord, if it is you, if it is you, call me. Call me out to you. And then, yeah, we have to step out of where we are, or this very common expression today, step out of, of our comfort zone, step out of what we know and what's familiar, and, and, and take a step in faith during a storm. But the Lord does not let us fall. Why? Because we've taken a step towards him. Because we're trying. We're trying. Lord, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm far from it. But I'm, I'm trying. I want to be. I want to be good. I want to pray well. In all humility, I want to be a saint. I want to be holy. I want to be made whole. I want you to make up for what I lack. I want you to carry me. I'm not perfect and I need you. So I, I, I can't do everything. I can't. But the bit you ask me to do, that I want to do faithfully. And so if you're asking me to step out, even though it's a storm, and to be honest, I might even disagree with you. I might even think this is a kind of a crazy thing to do. You do not step out of a boat, especially during a storm. But if you ask me to do this, then I want to have, as you ask me to have, I want to have that courage to do so. And step out. And in stepping out, we don't step out and then turn towards the apostles and say, look at me, I got this, aren't I amazing, I'm walking on water. You step out of the boat and your gaze must stay on Jesus. You look at him and you walk towards him. If you look at the water, you're going to sink. If you look, if you look, if you look at the storm around you, you're going to get distracted. You're going to sink. If you look back at the boat and you see the boat bobbing up and down, you're going to be terrified because you're going to think, well, I'm, Jesus is way over there, the boat's way over there, and I've actually got nothing where I am. You're going to sink. So we have to keep our, our gaze on the Lord. Keep our gaze on the Lord. And how do we do that? We do that in, in, in the power and the silence of prayer. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful battle, if I can phrase it that way. It's, it's a fight. It's a fight during prayer to, to, to recollect our hearts. And in this interior castle that we have, to meet the Lord and to stay with him. Just one last thought, if I may. Uh, during our retreat, there was a layman named, named Jake, and he was leading us in uh, a meditation. Now, keep in mind, there's about 50 priests and a few seminarians there as well. So priests can be a small bit cynical. We're not the easiest to lead, necessarily. Um, so... What he proposed, this meditation that he proposed, I thought, it took courage to say that because maybe for us Irish or for, for us priests in general, you generally would not propose a meditation like I'm just about to mention to you now. So he said, okay, do we all believe that we're sons of God? And a bunch of 50 American men, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're all, we're all sons of God, yeah, yeah, we're all, all sons of God. So when was the last time you acted like it? When was the last time you acted like a son with your father? 
dead silence in the room because it just, see, it's, it's when you start getting into the, this personal relationship with the Lord, that's when we all start to feel a bit awkward. Uh, when was the last time you acted like a son with your father? And he said, okay, like, guys, he said, can we try something here? Can we just, can we go into a moment of prayer? So we, we were all sitting at our various tables. So we closed our eyes and tried to pray. And he said, okay, I want, to, I want you to imagine something. <clears throat> he said, when was the last time you played with God the Father as the son plays with his dad? And this really, really struck me because it just, it just, I just, what I realized was that at home, we, I tended not to play much with my dad. We never went for cycles or football, soccer, hurling, or anything, anything like that. We, we worked, we spent time together on the farm. We would have worked together. But I didn't actually play with dad. Or it was just not something we did, really. So this idea of playing, do, playing something with God was very foreign to me. So as, the guy, as I said, the guy, Jake, asks us to, as sons, play with our father. So I said, okay. I, he said, ask God what, what game you'd like to play. So I did. I said, Lord, hi, how are you doing? Um, this is a bit awkward. haven't done this before. Uh, Father, what game would you like to play? And he said, in my heart, he said, let's build a treehouse. I said, oh, yeah, I love building treehouses. Good. Let's go build, let's go build a treehouse. And then Jake said, now ask the father why he wants to play that game with you. Why? I said, okay, well, so I said, um, all right, father, why, why do you want to play this game with me? Why do you want to build a treehouse? And he said, I don't need a treehouse. I just want to be with you. And this was a huge answer and revelation to a problem I had had since the beginning of the treat, which I'll probably tell you about some other time. Um, that the father just wants to spend time with me. And the father just wants to spend time with me because I'm his son. Now, so you bring a thought like that into this, this storm that can be going on in our heads and hearts and all the problems that we have and all the things that we have to resolve and all the things we have to get done and all the things that, that frustrate us, and all the things that, that are just kind of set in stone and wrong <laughs> and need to be fixed, and you can't. And there's all this mess. And then the Father just wants to be with you because he loves you. This is the interior life, this is the silence of prayer. And my prayer today is that all of us can grow every single day in this relationship with God, this relationship with our Father, who wants to be with us, who wants to play with you, who wants you to know that you're safe, even in a storm, that he is there, that he will take care of you, and that when he says or when he asks of us, courage, it is I, come, that we, with our gaze locked in his, We'll do what he asks us to do and discover true peace even amidst the storm. Amen.